You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt. And today I have part two in my networking series, which is going to be all about how to successfully use social media to expand your network. In part one, I went through my top five don'ts when it comes to networking on socials. So if you haven't listened to that, then go and listen to that episode after this one. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five do's when it comes to expanding your network on socials. And these are all things that I've used successfully, that I see people use successfully all the time in the music industry. So I think that you're going to find it really helpful because your network has such a huge impact on getting bigger opportunities in meeting the right people who can help you and also, you know, contributing to your local scene and seeing what you can do for others because I firmly believe that you get back what you put in. So networking is such an important part of your music career on so many levels. Before we dive in, make sure you're following me on all of my social media. I am at Monica Strutt everywhere and come and send me a DM if you've found me through the Daily Music Business podcast. I would love to know. Also, of course, make sure you do subscribe and leave us a fantastic five-star review on whichever social, whichever social, on whichever podcasting app that you prefer. Let's dive in. Number one, follow an account and take time to engage with their posts. So if you are following, you know, say a music journalist, then take some time. And Twitter is really, really huge for any sort of person in the news space, whether that be music journalists, writers, um, regular news sort of journalists, that sort of thing. So if you follow a music journalist who you think would really dig your music, just look at what they're tweeting. They're usually not just tweeting work stuff. They're tweeting personal stuff, things about their interests, funny tidbits about their pets. So go and genuinely engage like you would at a party. If you were sitting around with a group of people at a party and someone, you know, says a funny story about their cat, even if you don't know them, you'd probably join in and laugh and then maybe add, you know, a story of your own. That is exactly what you should be doing on platforms like Twitter. Now, I know you may be thinking, well, isn't it deceitful to have an ulterior motive to connect with someone? Isn't it kind of disingenuous to pretend to be interested in what someone has to say or to try and make friends with them online, all with the view of asking them for a favor later? I'm not talking about pretending to like someone or pretending to be their friend. I want you to actually form genuine relationships. 
I want you to engage with people when you actually have something worthwhile to contribute to the conversation on a platform like Twitter. I keep saying Twitter because Twitter is just the best for networking and for organically connecting with people. So I'm not telling you to pretend at all. I'm telling you to actually make the effort and actually forge those human connections. And I know that this may seem a lot of effort to eventually, you know, try and get more exposure for your music, but it's actually not a lot of effort. It takes like a couple of minutes a day to engage with people on a platform like Twitter. And you know, how much is your music career worth it to you? It's a couple of minutes. Don't be lazy. Take the time to actually forge genuine relationships with people. And I'm telling you, if you spend the extra time now to actually have something of value to contribute to these platforms, then that is going to save you a whole lot more time and heartache and energy in future, as opposed to just cold DMing, you know, a couple of hundred people each day or each week and hoping for the best. It's always better to spend more time, but be more targeted than less time and less targeted. The second way to network using social media in a constructive fashion is to ask a mutual friend to make an introduction in the DMs. Of course, it is better if that relationship can be mutually beneficial, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be that way. We're going to be more trusting of new people if we're introduced to them through a mutual friend because we are obviously trusting of our friend. And naturally that means we're going to be more open and trusting for anyone that our friend introduces us to. So this is something that happens all the time. I know Matt Bacon, who is also a host on this podcast, always introduces me to random people in the DMs and he purely just goes, Hey Monica, this is such and such. I think that, you know, they would be a good person for you to connect with and a good person for you to know. And I've made a lot of new online friendships that way because then I start following them. And as it turns out, we do have a lot of similar interests and down the line, we probably help each other out or I get them on the podcast or I'll do like a live video with them. So asking a mutual friend to make an introduction is really, really powerful. The third constructive way to network on social media is to put your personal social media pages on public. And at first you might be wondering what the hell this has to do with networking, but doing so is going to significantly support any networking activities that you do. And it's going to make you easier to find online. Your band page, of course, will always be on public, but something that a lot of people neglect is putting their personal pages on public too. You need to treat your personal profile in the same professional manner as you would treat your band page with clear links to your band's page. I've particularly got Instagram in mind, so making sure that you have your band's page tagged in your Insta bio so that when people come across your profile, they can see straight away that you are a member of that band. The thing is, you have to remember that if you are a musician, you're on the way to becoming a public figure. So your social media pages, they're not for you anymore. They are public facing pages. Now, a lot of you may say, oh, but I just want social media for myself. Tough luck. If you have your social media pages on private, you are shutting off one avenue for people to discover your projects. It is a huge, huge wasted opportunity, especially when you're 
connecting and networking with people and maybe you're at a networking event and then people want to add you on social media afterwards to connect online and keep that relationship going. If you don't immediately have your page on public, then first off, that's going to tell people straight away that you don't want to accumulate followers and that you aren't interested in networking through social media because you are a private, more solitude person. But secondly, if you don't have your band tagged in the bio, then when people are, you know, networking again at events, then if they meet you and you say that you're in a band and they've forgotten your band name, but then they remember your, you know, your actual, you know, first and last name, you are shutting that door straight away. Or maybe it's just not a way for them to actually verify that you are the person that they indeed met. I know that was a little bit confusing the way I just said that, but basically I'm talking about making it clear straight away that you're a musician, that you play in this band or that you are in this group, or, you know, this is the link to your actual music page and making it very easy for people to not only follow you personally and get to know you, which builds that know, like, and trust, which then converts followers to actual fans but it then leads a very clear link, as I said, back to your music page, your band page, that sort of thing. So make sure that your personal social media is on public, clear out or archive any irrelevant photos. If I just like go on your personal profile and it's all photos of your dog, that's not going to be very interesting for me to follow. You know, you can still include the personal stuff in there, but it needs to be obvious straight away that you're a musician and that you are treating music seriously at the end of the day. Number four, be active in general on socials. I feel like this is a very obvious one, but the more you are engaging on your friends' posts or in groups, the more your name pops up. And of course, make sure that when you are engaging that you're contributing something positive and valuable. You don't want to be known for that person that's just whinging and whining all the time on social media and has nothing positive to say, always spewing negativity. No one wants to network with someone like that. So make sure that you are active because even if someone doesn't know you in real life, I have a lot of online connections that I feel like I know in real life because I've seen their handles pop up and their profile picture pop up countless times contributing positive things to the music community. So naturally, I'm going to think that that's someone that needs to be in my network. And number five, this builds off my previous point. Make sure that what you're saying catches people's attention and that you are positioning yourself as a leader in your industry and in your field. So again, this is about making sure that you are engaged in Facebook groups or you are engaged on Twitter. Twitter, again, is really, really important for this. And you're sharing valuable stuff, like even if that's just a funny meme or you have strong opinions about things. You can't just be using your social media platforms to be just continuously posting selfies with little depth. That may work for some people, but eventually people are going to get bored, even if you are the prettiest person alive. So make sure you have some depth to what you say. You have an opinion on things. You're not spewing negativity for negativity's sake, but it's okay to have strong opinions and to stand up for those opinions and be an authority, as I said, in your industry, in your field, in your local community. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Next week, I'm going to be talking about how to network offline and all the different ways that you can consciously grow your network. And if you aren't following me on socials, please do. I'm Monica Strutt everywhere and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.
Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.